welcome to the Heartbeat for Hire podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Dowd. My goal is to help train leaders and sales organizations how to manage and deliver results with empathy, compassion, and kindness. Let's get started. Greetings and welcome to this episode of Heartbeat for Hire. Today's guest is my friend, Ashley Pereira. Ashley is a brand and marketing leader and founder of Ivory Gold, which helps businesses drive revenue through authenticity and value-added strategies. Her company provides various services, including revenue growth, brand and marketing strategy, execution strategy, project management, and personal branding. And if that wasn't enough, this year, Ashley launched her own intentional skincare line, Free Skin Co. All the products are paraben-free, sulfate-free, organic, vegan, and cruelty-free, and 30% of the profits go back to helping victims and survivors of child sexual abuse, sexual assault, trauma, and PTSD. And I had to shrink this bio way down, so there's so much more. I'm so excited to have you, Ashley. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Good morning. You're so welcome. So you have an incredible story, both business and personal, and I'd love you to kind of share a little bit of your background and kind of how you got to where you are today. Absolutely. Um, I think that uh, as far as both of my businesses are concerned, uh, they both completely encompassed who I am as a person, where I've come from in terms of my past. I personally am a child sexual abuse uh, survivor. And throughout my abuse, which which lasted for six years of my childhood, um, I also attempted suicide several times and a couple times as a young adult as well, and was diagnosed seven years ago with complex PTSD when I finally, after 20 years, started my healing journey uh, for me personally. But because of what I endured as a child and as a young adult, the suppression that I endured in terms of, you know, being told to be silent and not having a safe space to speak and anyone to go to through and after my abuse, it's kind of put something in me personally to have this like personal mission to make sure that no one else ever feels that way, regardless if we're talking about something personal like mental health or living your life or finances or even business, right? Going back to Ivory Gold and assisting small businesses, my personal mission, regardless of what I do is to ensure there's a safe space to allow someone to be authentic, be able to share their voice, their story, their mission, and help them find a way to impact the community around them. So that's me in a nutshell. I, I mean, we've, we've known each other for several months now. We met through Social Saturday on LinkedIn, and your voice has been so solid, so steady since the day I met you. And I think everybody that knows you feels that authenticity shine through really bright. So um, I am, I've purchased your free Skin Co. products. Why was it important to you to create a skincare line? What inspired it? How'd you know how to do it? <laughs> I, I did not know how to do it. Uh, I do have, <laughs> I do have experience in um, product marketing, product development um, with some of the previous manufacturers that I worked with on the marketing side and overseeing brand and you know everything soup to nuts as far as that process. 
I've never done consumer packaged goods before, never done beauty products. I didn't know anything about skincare. Um, a lot of what I do is, is genuinely finding and providing solutions based on problems that I've experienced. So when I did begin my trauma healing seven years ago, I thank God for the professional that helped me. She knew exactly what I needed as a person. She knew my past and she, she related very well to me. And she was a survivor herself too, which made me even more comfortable starting that journey and, and helped me to trust everything that she told me so much quicker. And one of the things that she suggested early on in my healing was to find a hobby or something that was going to help me as a person to distract my brain in a positive manner through all of the yucky stuff that yeah. I was about to go through. Right. That's and so and healing is hard. Healing is very, very hard. Right. Anytime that you're talking to someone about disgusting things from your past, regardless of what the subject is, it's a really hard place to go back and visit. And I'm so grateful that she encouraged me to do that. I just happened to find skincare on accident through different things that I was trying. And I was like, okay, well, this makes me feel good, right? This, this helps me to feel like a person again. It's helping me to remember to take care of myself mm. holistically. And it just helps, right? It helps me to be pretty and it helps me to feel better about myself. And I'm purposely taking time to take care of me, even with, okay, like a 10 minute face mask, for example. Yeah. But what I discovered through that process was that I have like ultra, ultra sensitive skin. Mm -hmm. And even the skincare products that I was using at the time that said, and this was right seven years ago. Um, so it's different time as far as sensitive skincare availability and cruelty-free availability and organic availability. Those products were very scarce and hard to find. And if you did, they were very, very expensive. Mm -hmm. I've spent hundreds of dollars on one product <laughs> because Same. it was so hard. It, yeah, it's so hard to find. Um, and through that process, right, I'm, I'm discovering, okay, I'm using products that say they're for sensitive skin yet I'm having insane reactions to them. And now this thing that made me feel pretty no longer makes me feel pretty. Oh, and it, it pissed me off, right? For lack of better words, it really did. So I started doing research myself and um, this, this went on for years where I started talking to my friends, just random people that I knew, asking them about their skincare, asking them about their skin, what they used and problems they were having if they were experiencing similar things. And it just turned into me contacting manufacturers, right? Because a part of my experience professionally is vendor management, manufacturing management, supply chain, all of that, right? So I know how to get in and ask questions that I need to. Um, and earlier this year, in April, I had been very, very scarce on LinkedIn um, prior to April. And in my professional life for about 10 years, I have coached founders, CEOs, executives on personal brand, how to create content, how to market themselves. A big part of that was LinkedIn, but I had never done it myself. And I was developing an employee advocacy program at the time and was like, all right, if I'm going to teach 
a group of people how to do this, I need to do it myself and show them that it's possible. Wow. And that, I started is, uh, I, I started doing it and I told my story, my my mental health story of my abuse and the suicide attempts in April. And this is like my first like real post in April. And I came out and I was like, my name's Ashley and I'm a sexual abuse survivor. Yeah. And that just kind of uh hit something for me as far as dedicating this mental health mission to the skincare line and really making it personal. Well, you, you said so many things that I want to dig in on. And one of them is, you know, we talk a lot about authenticity and you've been so straight with your journey um, and sharing that. And I think it resonated so much, whether you mm -hmm. knew a survivor or you know of a story of a survivor, or you're just a compassionate person. And it's really hard to, to hear people root for you. And this is such a um, great example of as a leader, you know, sharing your truth and making yourself mm. relatable. But I love that you took that fire and turned it into something for good. And can you talk a little bit about why you're giving 30% of your profits back and what's that, what's that going towards? Yeah. Um, so the 30% and it's interesting because I mean, I, I do a hundred percent if I could, but I'm not a nonprofit. <laughs> I right. don't, I don't really have that capacity right now because um, it's, it's hard, right? Running your nonprofit's really hard. Um, so the 30%, what it goes back to in general is it goes back to bettering the mental health of, of individuals who are also victims, survivors, overcoming their own experience with child sexual abuse, sexual assault, trauma, um, failed suicide attempts and PTSD. All of that is very personal to me. So that's why I want to give back towards that. The way that we do is it depends. It, it depends on what's needed right now through the holiday season. Um, there's a lot of survivors that the holidays are really hard for us, oh, yeah. especially because if you think about the type of like, child sexual abuse, the type of abuse that it is, most of the time it's familiar or familiar or it's very close to the family, which makes the holidays you really, see. really complicated. Yeah. 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 And you either spend it by yourself because yeah. you become anxious, you go back into your trauma or you become anxious because you have to go see those people. And for this holiday season, the way that I'm taking this 30% that we've acquired is giving back in self-care packs for survivors. I, I, and, and I do think it's a program that I want to do ongoing and I'm in conversation with a couple of organizations right now, because right. what I discovered through my healing journey was that self-care, right? All encompassing self-care, regardless if you have trauma or not, it's a very important thing that you do have to be intentional about. And yeah. if I can remind someone that they're important and that they are loved and that they are worthy, regardless of the things that they have been through, I'm happy to do that, right? Just bring some type of pleasantry into their day. The second that they look at, like our, our products are neon, right? Our colors are well, they're, 
They're right behind yeah. you for anyone curious what the cool looking jars behind her are. But talk a little bit about the self-care packs because I saw you post this earlier. It was either last week or this week. And um, I just thought it was so great. And if I was ever to receive something like that, I'd be like, this is amazing. And it just makes you feel good. So tell people what you're doing because I think it's great. And I think companies can get involved in wanting to sponsor this sort of thing. So it's it's really great for people to hear. Yeah. And uh, so what they are right now, right, just with one man shop is um, the self-care packs are going to survivors. So right now they're survivors that I specifically asked on LinkedIn, hey, if you're a survivor, I want to send yeah. you a self-care pack. Um, but overall, they're, they're going to consist of all of our basic babe line products, um, which is about $90 or so worth of our products and these are made for ultra sensitive and acne prone skin. So there's no dyes, no, you know, there, there's no dyes in any of our products, but there's no coloring. There's no fragrance. Like all of these are, are very, very um, sensitive nature mm. products. Um, so there's about, I think there's five products in the basic babe line that's included in there. Um, there's also, I wrote uh, an affirmation book as well. And it's a 30 day affirmation book that's going in these self-care packs. It shares a little bit of my story, how affirmations helped me early on in my journey, how I used it to begin changing my mindset and looking at my days a little bit differently. And also some information about Free Skin Co. and our mission. So that's going in there as well. And some pens and um, like calming candles. I would like to expand it as I connect with organizations that are actually working with survivors and I hear more about, okay, what do these survivors now find valuable? Because I know what worked for me and I know where to start, but I don't know if that's actually what they need. So as I do connect with these organizations, I want these self-care packs to grow. I want them to include other things that are important to those survivors. And I would love to be able to partner with for-profit companies as well that are looking to help either cover costs of shipping or help us to create even more packs since mm -hmm. I'm limited right now to only 30% of my own sales for my company. Um, but we still have to cover shipping, which is probably about, you know, 12 to $15 per pack and mm -hmm. other things like I'm, I'm trying to, um, also partner with churches in my area as well to put Bibles or other connection. And it's all being pieced together right now, but it does really take a tribe and a community to be able to provide things that are going to matter and make, to make an impact. I think it's amazing. And I think um, opening those packs up for sponsorship could be a really great idea. So um, let's brainstorm on that. Um, so let's shift that. gears a little bit because I want to talk a little bit about your background in marketing and kind of your progression into Ivory Gold and where you are now. So can you take us through a little of that story? Yeah, I, I think very similarly to the skincare line, marketing happened by accident. Um, it was just something that I was feeling and I was asking questions and things were making me frustrated and mad. Um, my my career early on, I was I was in the restaurant industry for about eight years. And the roles that I started on in the restaurant industry 
allowed me to understand people and what is important to people inside the company, as well as the paying customers outside of the organizations. And I really got my first taste for understanding the way that people think and what's important to them. Um, after leaving there, I started in outside B2B door-to-door sales and <laughs> selling office supplies of all things. It was amazing. It was one of the best things in my career. Um, it really helped me to have genuinely intentional one-on-one conversations. And it helped me to understand what sales really is. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's all psychology, right? When you, when you get bare bones with it, just talk about what people like y'all and get to know them and what their needs are and act as a solutions provider. Cause here I was selling reams of paper for $3.99 at the time. Yes, they were $3.99, not $12.99 like they are now. (laughs) And you know, I was selling paper and printers and pens and nothing special, but what Mm -hmm. made it special was the interactions that I had and being able to do that and set records in the field allowed me into other roles within the organization that I was working with, which was recruitment, helping to open up new franchise offices. And it helped me to see the internal organization as well as the external, Mm -hmm. um, interactions with customers a little bit differently. And as I was having conversations, especially opening up new franchises, there's a lot of problems that that come about when opening up a new business, even if it's something, right, it's it's copy paste, so to speak, with a franchise, there's still very unique things that happen when you're opening up new locations for those businesses. And still overseeing recruitment and people development and all of that at the same time, I was really curious about how our people were feeling Mm. about the company, about how the candidates were feeling about the company, how about, about how they were feeling about the process of opening up these new locations and bringing on new clients. And it legitimately turned into an accident of at the time I had no idea what I was doing was employer branding and marketing. I had no clue. And you were figuring out culture and how important that was. Yeah. I just, I'm curious. And I, it was a total accident. And after I think nine months of doing this and just telling our our people, yeah, I'll do this for you because I want to learn. And yes, I'll do this. And yes, I'll do this. My boss came up to me one day and he's like, you're fired because I need to have you take care of our business in this different way now. Yeah. And it was, it was incredible. And I was 25 years old and I had no idea, but it's really turned me on to understanding what makes businesses successful long-term and you can implement all of the processes and procedures and strategies and tools and right all of the bells and whistles and the cool beautiful things that you want but if there is not intent on how individuals within your organization or your prospects and buyers experience those things that you're implementing if you're not thinking about those things there is no long-term success down the road. And that's really what Ivory Gold and, you know, myself in general that I focus on, okay, we can solve a problem, but is this problem creating other problems (laughs) down the road? Well, I love your, I love the way you approach 
business because you you really try and strike a very balanced view. And I think for entrepreneurs and people just starting out, um, people go with what they know, right? I mean, I have a corporate background. So my voyage into entrepreneurship has been like, holy crap, there's a lot I got to figure out because there was things that were always done for me. I could start up new businesses for a big company, no problem. But I had people doing my travel, doing my accounts payable, doing all the transactional aspect of the business and the systems were set and the tools were set. And then you're on your own and you're like, shoot, I need tools. (laughs) This is so hard. And you got to figure it out, but I, I yeah. love your approach and I love the way that you, at least what you and I have talked about is, you know, go with your genius, honor where you're smart yes. and hire people to help you with the things that you struggle with. Yeah. And it, you know, for me, it's been quite a journey figuring out, okay, these are the things I hate to do and <laughs> they really sap my soul. So how yeah. can I supplement my, what I'm doing with some help? It's so, it's so important, um, as a new business owner, right? If, if your intent is to have your own business long-term where it is providing the majority of your income, um, or honestly, any part of it, it is so important to understand where you, you personally are going to be the most valuable within your business because you can't do it alone. I'm there. There are people that are successful doing it by themselves. I don't think anybody does anything totally by themselves though. I mean, really nobody does. People think they do, but they really don't. I mean, I've, I've leaned on so many people for help and formed so many partnerships and it, yeah, I'm, I'm running my own show, but I really do need help. And that's, I think people need the reminder of, yeah, you think you're doing Mm -hmm. it alone, but you don't have to. Yeah. And the first, the first year, especially, but the first few years in business are most critical for identifying individuals that will help you with long-term growth because you're navigating a new world. And, you know, I, I come from the brand strategy side specifically And I understand that regardless of what you think you're going into the market with, if you're not listening to what the market actually Mm -hmm. requires and Mm -hmm. how they are receiving your brand and how they're using your products and services and to be able to adjust to them, you have to, sometimes in real time, sometimes you do have to think about it before implementing. But if you're not able to do those things and have someone who can objectively look at your business on the outside while you're personally going through all of these things, business is, it it is emotional, right? As a small business owner. And it's scary. You don't want to put money towards bad things. You want to make sure your investments are smart and you can waste a lot of money and you can waste a lot Mm -hmm. of time. So, yeah. So I want to ask you about um, your experience on LinkedIn, because I know you said you kind of jumped in whole hog in April. I kind of jumped in whole hog really February. And Uh I've been on LinkedIn for years, but that was the place that I went when I was mad. And it was like, I'm going to jump. And I just, you know, would go. Yeah look and then I'd be like right enough of that and then I'd leave and it was never really something meaningful to me until this year so I'd love Mm -hmm. you to share what your observations have been 
Yeah. And that's so funny because I've also been a LinkedIn member since 2011 yeah. and the ways that I've used it in the past, right. They were for employer branding and, and for the companies and posting jobs and, uh, you know, things like that. And this year it's been interesting because th this year has been a huge growth year for me in terms of really listening to God and listening to what I am here to do as a person, looking back on the journey that I've had, the things that I've been through, the growth that I've had up until this point, the places that I've worked, the individuals that I've come into contact with this year, I have honestly, I very much allowed myself to listen and go where I'm being called to go. I've given up a lot of control this year, which in the past, especially as a trauma survivor, Hard. we like control yeah, because it, it helps us to feel better. Yeah. Um, because we're not in control in the past. And at least if I can control every little thing in my life, then I'll feel good. Yeah. But control creates a lot of problems. And this year I've, I've really, really tried to listen. So that started in April where I just, you know, I posted, Hey, my name's Ashley. I'm a survivor of child sexual abuse and, uh, uncountable suicide attempts. I had no idea that was going to reach like 150,000 people around the world. I had no idea the hundreds of comments I'd have on it. The hundreds of personal DMS from survivors all over the world. Yeah. I, I didn't know about that. And I, listened to that and wanted to continue to provide, okay, this is what people need. Mm -hmm. And even going back to, okay, fast forward to June 28th, when I launched the skincare line, it went very well. I sold out of two products within like 13 days. Sorry. And I was so, I had like a couple of units left on, I think like three other products after another week or two. And listening to this, right, listening through seeing how people were perceiving the brand, because most of my sales come from LinkedIn. Yeah, I, they don't come from somewhere else. Amazing. I'm not pushing product or anything. And it's because I was listening to what people cared about for the brand. So mm -hmm. adjusting my strategy with a lot of people will say, oh, you need to do, you know, traditional D to C e-commerce and push the product and be on this site and that site and hire this person. And I, I did listen <laughs> and I tried that for a hot second, did not work at all. Um, and I, I had to go back to adjusting my strategy for that and saying, okay, this is what people want. They don't care about the product and the products are great. And you know, like they're, great products. Yeah. But no one cares about the product. They care about the mission. They care about the why. Well, I, I think you hit a nerve and I, I try and tell leaders this all the time. It's so important to provide purpose to your mm. teams and you're providing purpose with a product. So people are being intentional, like you said, intentional scare line, it's skincare line. They're being intentional saying, I know I'm doing good by making mm. this purchase. And I think people yeah. feel such a sense of pride when they do it, make a choice like that. But as leaders, being able to explain your work is going to mean X, Y, Z 
to our company. And you winning this deal means we become profitable here, or we have increased growth over last year. Whatever that purpose is, leaders forget to do that. But when you yeah. can, it, it changes the game. It changes the, the meaning behind the work people do. And you yeah. so articulately do it with your skincare stuff. Um, and people have really responded to it. So it's, it's yeah. really smart. And I'm, and I'm happy to, you know, so to speak, throw myself under the bus so that other people can feel that emotional connection to the things that I'm doing. And this goes for Ivory Gold as well. I mean, I stopped after, after Ivory Gold was launched in September and I had conversations after a few weeks, I, I reached out to some people that I very much so trust in business. Mm. And I said, okay, how are you perceiving this? And they're like, it's not you, right? It's not you, Ashley. And you can do all of so these things. And yeah. you care about all of these things. And, and it's interesting because I'm, I can so easily advise another business owner on what they should be doing so easily. But when it comes to my own, I have, I, I do have for both. Nobody has businesses. that kind of clarity. I mean, yeah, no. and if we did, we'd all be, you know, absolutely rolling in it. So yeah, no, it's, it's so hard to advise yourself, but I think yeah. you, you, you pick up on people's deficiencies and you, you help them see through that so well. So, okay. So let me shift gears for a second. I want to ask you two questions. What okay. is one thing? I mean, you've already talked so much about it, but what is one thing that really inspires you? I think being able to see other people do what they care about. It, it really inspires me. There's, you know, there's some people that I've connected with that, they run or own purpose-driven businesses and whether it's for-profit or if it's non-profit or they work for those businesses and it, it allows them to take the things that are very personal to them and yeah. apply it to their business life. It just goes back to authenticity. I'm, I'm all, that inspires me <laughs> hands down when someone is using something so true and personal to themselves to impact the lives of others through business or personal, whatever it may be. Yeah. It fuels me so much. And I love to have coffee chats because talking to other people about the things that they care about, it drives yeah. me so much to want to solve those problems or talk about those things or, you know, yeah. help more people because when there's one, there's many, they're just not mm -hmm. talking. All right. So here's my, a big one for you. And you, you're already so in motion on this. What do you want your legacy to be? Encouraging others to change the world around them. It doesn't matter who oh, now I'm emotional. Wow. <laughs> uh, that hit me right. M money matters because I have to pay my bills and yep. that's obviously important. Money does make the world go around in a specific sense, but it does not matter how much money I make if what I'm doing allows and inspires others to want to pass it on. This is where I, I really want to make an impact. Even if it's, 
I only impact one person and I change their mind about how they think about their own life and about the impact that they can make and how important that they are and that one person really can make a difference in the world and they can pass that on and pass that on. That's what I care about so much. And I have someone that I very much so trust that when it came to the skincare line, they said, Ashley, you care so much about the mission. And at the time I was only giving back 5% because I didn't know, right. I, I didn't, I don't know what I don't know, especially about an industry that I wasn't familiar with. And they said, you care so much about the mission and you have so much of your story to tell. And like this entire company is you, do you want 95% of something small or do you want 30 to 50% of something big that actually makes an impact? Mm-hmm. And that struck a chord with me so deeply because 30% is not where I'm stopping, right? 30% is what I can do right now because I need the rest of the money to put back into the business, right? Do other things. And that's what it's going towards. But eventually I want it to be more than 30% because for me, it is about encouraging others to change the world around us. And if, if I can do that for one person, that's winning in my eyes. Girlfriend, you already are. You are deep in your legacy already. And it was such a pleasure hearing your story and having you share it with this audience. Um, How do people find you? So people can find me. The best way to find me is on LinkedIn. It's uh, Ashley N uh, P E R E I R A. Um, that's my handle. And I can also, my, my email address, all of my contact information is on there as well. Uh, my websites for the skincare line is thefreeskinco.com. And for ivory gold, it is I V R Y gold.co. Awesome. You have been a pleasure. I adore you. And I am so grateful that you are my friend And thanks everyone for listening to this episode of Heartbeat for Hire. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to Heartbeat for Hire. If you like what you hear, I'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave a five-star review. To keep the conversation going, you can find me on Insta or at LinkedIn at Lindsay Dowd, H4H. Or you can reach me at my website, heartbeatforhire.com. Thanks so much. Have a great day.